we are back for episode 36 and it's going to be a really good one today as we have a lot of topics to cover um going on in basketball and yeah i'm really excited to get into it we got so much so much material i mean first we could start off with um some stuff that has happened today as we see oh excuse me as we see DeJounte Murray is going to the Atlanta Hawks and this Danilo Gallinari a Hornets 2023 first round pick the Hawks 2025 first round pick and the Hawks 2027 first round pick and the right to swap first round picks with the Hawks in 2026 Spurs all acquire that with Danilo Gallinari and the Hawks get their two guard with Trey Young um, a much needed defender on the squad and another all-star without even having having to give up John Collins who a lot of people thought they would have to give up and now John Collins still on the roster they got they just added DeJounte Murray which is absolutely incredible because they just got better. They got better. And that's that's what the Hawks needed to do to compete in the East because the East is getting a lot better, and last year they had the same roster and declined. So having DeJounte Murray on this team right now, it is very, very helpful for them. On the Spurs side, it's uh, I think they did pretty well. I don't think Danilo Gallinari is going to stay um, that long in San Antonio. I feel they will. Um, they, they have a lot of first round picks now, so they are stacked for um, coming years. You know, it looks like they're going in full rebuild mode, not trying to win any games. Kissing Kelvin Johnson is their future, which is not necessarily bad. He's a solid player. And yeah, I mean. I really like it for the Hawks. I like it for the Spurs. They did something well um, all together, and it, it worked out worked out well. Um, the, but the question is, how does DeJounte fit with Trey Young? And I think he fits perfectly. Like I said, um, he they needed more defenders. Um, now you could kind of you could pay him. Um, what you call it? You you could you could play him. However, you could play Trey Young without worrying about defense as much with having DeJounte on the floor. And, yeah, it just helps out a lot. Um, DeJounte will play the two. He'll, he'll get his 20. I mean, he had 20. He averaged 28 and 8 last year, which is amazing. And he's improving every year. You never know. Maybe they could go ballistic this year and see what happens. They still got an insane squad. So, yeah. That's my thoughts on that. Um, a, a couple other things to talk about. There's another trade today, which was the Wizards uh, just trade just traded Contavious Caldwell Pope and Ish Smith to the Nuggets for Monte Morris and Will Barton. I really like that trade for the Wizards. Um, if they're truly trying to be a playoff team. Um, we'll talk more about uh, another thing, which kind of could 
um, really not help them in the future. But for the Nuggets side, I mean, I'm not too big of a fan of this. I feel like Will Barton and Monte Morris were their like really role player guys. I mean, Jokic can make anybody really good, but I feel like they're kind of downgrading with Ish Smith and Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, Monte Morris and Will Barton are a, a lot better. Will Barton's uh, Will Barton and Monte Morris do so much better. But hey, I mean, um, I don't think it was. Uh, I think it was a bad trade for the Nuggets side, but for the Wizards, it's great because you upgrade at both the shooting guard and the point guard position. So yeah, that's that's um, that's my opinions on that. Next on what the Knicks have done. Um, not not too not too much, but um, the Knicks dump off Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, second two seconds, cash. Um, I don't even know what they're getting at this point. Um, so we'll we'll see. Honestly, it's very interesting. I mean, they traded they traded Kemba and Jalen Duran for uh, the Bucks first round pick to the uh, Pistons as well. And yeah, I mean. It's really uh, weird, in my opinion. Um, some other some other official trades. D'Anthony Melton uh, goes to the Sixers for Danny Green. And uh, David Roddy, the 23rd pick. Not necessarily a bad trade for either team. I like D'Anthony Melton on the Sixers. They get younger, better. Um, Christian Wood is on the Mavericks now. Um and the Rockets acquire Sterling Brown, Bobon, Trey Berg, Marquise Chris, and the draft rights to Wendell Moore. Um, I like the trade for the Mavs because they upgrade at center. They get a more athletic, um, athletic player, and he Christian Wood shows a lot of promise as a, you know, not an All Star, but a little like a borderline, like low level All Star. And that's maybe what Luca needed. So yeah, and. That's really that it on the trades. Um, we've got some more basketball news as uh, James Harden declines his player option, which is um, not not bad for the team because he's doing it to get a more team-friendly deal and uh, staying with the 76ers, which is um, that's honestly great for the Sixers. Maybe they could sign some more. Um, he role players. It looks like James Harden wants to win, and he's doing his best to help the team to win. So declining that, uh, I think it was thirty-seven million, I believe, thirty-seven million option, which is really, really helpful for the team. And yeah, I mean, that's it's very. They could sign a lot more. Um, a forty-seven million dollar option. Okay, so maybe he could sign for a couple like $10 million less and they could really, um, they can make some strides this off season because the Sixers are a very good team. They just need to one perform, but if they could get some more guys that fit this system, they'll be, they'll be in good shape. Um, Russell Westbrook on the other hand, uh, accepts his $47 million option to stay with the Lakers. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do there. Um, John Wolf finally gets bought out. Um, and we'll potentially see him play this year with the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And I've been saying this for a long time, a healthy a healthy Clippers team can win the NBA championship. They almost won it last year, 
And I feel having John Wall, a, a, an elite playmaker, I mean, I don't know how elite anymore, but a good playmaker, something they really needed and their team lacked, um, this could really bump them over the edge. If, if they're healthy, that's that's the thing. They're not usually healthy. But if they're healthy, they could really win. They, they could win this NBA championship, and, I, and I'm very confident in them. Confident in Kawhi, I'm confident in PG. It's just they need to stay healthy, man, and they, they do not. That's something that they don't do at all. So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. It's different to see. We have to see what kind of John Wall we get because John Wall has, hasn't played all that much in the last three, four years. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but... We saw him in 2018, kind of uh, played a little off, um, kind of shied away from passing the ball more and was more of an ISO type of player. Um, in 2018-19, he just um, got injured. 2020, did not play. Um, in 2020 to 2021, he played, I think, like 40 games, something like that. And this year, he didn't play any games at all. So we really don't have a big, um, like, a knowledge of what John Wall really is in an 82-game season because he hasn't played in so long. So, I mean, maybe all this rest helped him to be a better player. So, I mean, we'll never know until this season starts. So, yeah, that's going to be very, very interesting. Um, yeah, and we'll see what happens there. Next up with the... Um, the Los Angeles Lakers, obviously, they are very um, in a tough. They're in a tough spot this year. They really are. I mean, I don't know what they could possibly do to uh, improve the roster, especially with not a lot of cap space and Russell Westbrook accepting his player option. I do like the um, the head coaching pick of Darvin Ham. He's a young player. He's a young coach. In the league, so, I mean, he could um, resonate with the players more. But it looks like they're interested in Buddy Heald now. They should have just got Buddy Heald instead of Russell Westbrook, but that's neither here nor there. And, yeah, well, that's something we have to watch out for. In the draft, I do want to talk about the draft because there are a lot of teams that did um, exceptionally well exceptionally well in the um, in the draft. I think Orlando did great taking uh, taking Paolo Banchero first. I feel like he's the perfect guy for that team. I feel like he was the number one pick this year. Um, and there was a point where Orlando was going to take Jabari Smith, but hey, that changed very quickly. I feel... Especially with, well, there's the health problems with how he loses weight like at a fast rate. He has to drink these certain fluids. But his skill is unmatched. Um, he averaged 17 and I forgot how much, but strong. He's, he's a good forward. Um, Orlando needs a star player immediately. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all for them. OKC taking Chet at two. Chet's a solid player. I think Chet Chet has a good upside because he's he's seven foot. He could 
he could play like a guard on the four. He he put the ball on the four. He's a solid. He's a solid three point shooter. Um, obviously, there's the question of his weight and how. What else could he do on the court? Will that work in the NBA? Obviously, he's very he's very skinny. I think he's like. I think he's seven foot, like two hundred pounds. He looks visibly skinny. He's got a cocky attitude, which I mean, you got to have in this today's league because you don't want to be pushed around. But I do feel OKC picking him here. It's uh, at no risk because they have so much more draft picks, and you have to take him there. And you know, he he has a lot of um, star potential in this league with the skill. The skill is the main thing. Honestly, he doesn't have that much, um, uh, you know, back to back to the basket talent. <coughs> He's more of a guy who will, you know, try to dribble, take you off the dribble and shoot a three, stuff like that. Which is, um, it's it's honestly it's interesting to see um, how the center position could possibly be transitioning to, and. We'll know. We'll see. Really, how OKC um, puts them into their puts them into their offense and how they um, use him, because you have to use him the right way. Um, that's the main thing. If you're not going to use him the right way, then guess what happens? He's not going to develop the right way and everything. So, yeah, I uh, they just got to be real careful with him and see how how they want to use him in the offense, especially with someone like uh, SGA, who's very good. Yeah, that's there. You know, Jabari Smith was a solid pick. Um, he he has a, he's, he's a solid player all around. No complaints there. Keegan Murray was not a terrible pick um, by the uh, Kings, but they should have took Jaden uh, Ivey, like a lot of people said. Um, Detroit... Saw Jaden Ivey and they picked him. Very smart. Um, Jaden Ivey and Cape Cunningham is going to be a duel to be reckoned with in this in the future, man. I, I'm excited to see what what they do with uh, Jalen Duran, Pacers pick Benedict Matherin, solid player. Um, I didn't know too much about him, but recently done some research on him. Solid um, athletic athletic player, um, decent three point shooter. So yeah, we'll see. Shaden Sharp was, I feel like that was good because Portland Trailblazers just had Jer- Jeremy Grant. Um, so it's not bad to take a risk there. And honestly, he, he has a lot of upside too. He was the former number one player in the in the world in high school. So yeah, see that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but there's a lot of picks here that were great. And yeah. The, the team the team that was the the one team that didn't do anything was the New York Knicks my team they are trying to clear space for Jalen Brunson they want to sign him to a 110 million dollar deal which is very um a lot <laughs> that's too much for him but at this point I don't know what to expect from the New York Knicks they are they are trash and I, I don't I don't I don't understand man it's it's embarrassing but you got to rock with your team, so I will continue to rock with them no matter what. The last thing 
I wanted to talk about is a certain college basketball player who used to have a lot of hype, say, a year or two ago. His name is Imani Bates. Imani Bates just uh, transferred from uh, Memphis, and he is going to Eastern Michigan, which is in the Mid-American Conference, um, a former five-star recruit. He's playing in his home state. Ooh, excuse me. He didn't have that much of a of a good year at all last year. He averaged 9.7 points, 3.3 rebounds, and his efficiency was god-awful. So, yeah, it's... It's very weird because um, he was someone who's compared to, obviously, Kevin Durant and a lot of scoring wings, and he scored so effortlessly in, in, in a high school. You would think that would translate easy to college, and he looked awful. He really couldn't score the ball that well, and when he's not scoring, he's not doing anything because that was his main thing. It was a score. And now seeing him in Eastern Michigan, we have to see what he could really do at this next level. And my opinion, I feel like he shouldn't have reclassed um, in the uh, out of the 2022 um, high school class. He should have stayed one year, and he probably would have been more ready for college. But hey, that's his old mistake, and he really messed up there. Yeah. Anyways, I think we're going to finish up here. Uh, Click little episode. We're going to be back um, thinking Friday. And yeah, see you guys later. Peace.